0: and we're off so welcome to the first let christie take it podcast this has been recorded um in neilstown in clandalkin in dublin city so this podcast was started by myself and Kieron mullen we grew up together very close together around the corner from each other and over the years every time we met kieran was a big movie music fan same as myself and we would um just question each other and you know talk about movies and try and trip each other up would that be fair to say you know
1: yeah i was trying to catch each other out and um we decided that you know over the years we've still kind of bounced off each other with movies and you know you know families and life being available we've still kind of kept in touch about latest releases or have you heard this have you caught up with this so we decided i think over through uh, lockdown we were talking a lot more through Zooms and things like that and doing quizzes and we realised we still had a passion for the movie, the music trivia and trying to catch each other out. But uh, so we decided to do it and it's great to record it in Neilstown, to our well, Neilstown lads, and we think that like it kind of the interest kind of structured our lives to a degree.
0: So the, the, the podcast in general is, it's, it's it's a podcast about movies, music, um, I don't know, plays, books, anything sort of within the realm of pop culture. But we're going to try and put our own little Irish slant on it, any sort of Irish connection, and um, we're going to do our best to keep it entertained over the coming months, weeks, years. We do, and hopefully, um you will be entertained. And if you are, please share and uh, welcome to let Christy take
1: it. Yeah, and like any ideas you may have, let us know because we're we're quite a, at the moment we're planning on talking about things that we enjoyed and. Uh, you know, liked and I'm sure there'll be things that Derek will talk about that I didn't particularly like and when we had discussions about that, the things that he's seen different that I might have liked but uh, we found that even when I was driving in I wouldn't have been on this road in a long time because uh, where I lived was over the other side but even just driving in and I was just like when we were growing up there's was always kids with radios out, or you have these little patches in the gardens and in the D avenue, you know, all these little patches of people with radios and different sounds. And I'm just driving in, and there's none of that, and there's no kids playing football. I was just gonna say, there's no football between yeah. the Crescent and the Avenue. I and know. The and the actually, I was, I was talking to uh, Anthony Ryan, he's getting a name drop here, and he's home for his 50th next year from Australia. And uh, we're going to do a rematch, uh, a match on the hill,
0: and then go for points after. So, very good. It'll be good, crack So, just a, a little bit about ourselves, um, you know. We're both Neilstown boys, both married, moved away not too far. I moved up to uh, Banagher from Clondalkin, and uh, married with two kids. Twenty years married actually. This week, believe it or not. <laughs> Thanks very <pretty> much. <laughs> um, and but still have a massive passion for uh, movies and music, and it's it's a passion that has you know driven me. It you know sometimes. Mm encapsulates me day and hasn't left me. Um, and, I, and I know it's the same for Kira and that's that's the main reason why we decided to do this. Yeah. I understand I'd even in my job I'd uh, throw a few quotes in here and there
1: when I'm I'm a teacher now but I'm on the black on the on the whiteboard and writing up and I might draw a quote of a movie and if any kid gets it, I know it's a few and I actually have a shining room key ring on my car keys and I put it down on the desk. The overlook yeah, and one of the kids said, oh, the Shining, my favourite film. So we got homework passed that night. So little things like that. like So what was your favourite one that you've thrown in that someone has actually picked up on? Oh, there's was something random. saw random. Like, uh, there was a, a young lad who was fidgeting. The guy beside him was uh, annoying him. And another kid said, hey, leave the kid alone. And Ooh, I said... Said we who? The Wanderers and Tony...
0: The name I can't pronounce, what's it? Ganius. Ganius. And uh, What was his name in The Wanderers? Oh, What was his name? Hang now, don't, tell, don't tell me. What Perry? Perry. We said it. Like <laughs> yeah, his
1: father was uh, a his father was a bit heavy handed, but it was he kind of yeah. moulded the man that he became in the movie. Yeah, he
0: was yeah. uh, actually Tony Gaglios is very active on Twitter and would share little Irish tidbits. Believe it or not, yeah, he, about, uh, he, he tends to share uh, stuff about Greek culture or, or, or wars, mm. history, both, kind of history, both. Yeah, and yeah. I like it. Strong men of the golden age of cinema, you know, femme fatales of the golden age of cinema. Of course, age.
1: he was. He would have been in some of the films that would have had. We would have watched at the time, and we probably shouldn't have been watching Parkies. I think I watched Parkies when I was twelve. Like we shouldn't be watching this you know So Porky's one, Porky's, Porky's, Porky's two, one. the next day, yeah, and then Parkies Two and Revenge. I don't think he was in
0: Revenge now. But then when kind of we so here's a question for you: What was his name in Parkies? I have no idea. Meat. Me. Oh, and you can guess why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So um.
1: <laughs> And another thing, like, we, we were reaching out to these guys on Twitter for, even before we thought of doing this, yeah. and, like, I got a, a like from a quote, I said something about The Wanderers, because like, I remember growing up with my father, we'd watch that probably at least once a month. It was easy, it was, it was probably on Super Channel, and used to show this unedited version of Super Channel, it was a lot darker in the middle, where the guy who got his head shaved baldy he goes into the middle of a kind of rough area, and you go to collect them, and it's all smoke everywhere, really dark. That was on Super Channel. Yeah. It was always that little bit. But we had it on VHS and being a Max, and we'd always watch it. But uh, we, I reached out to and I went through to swear and he liked it, and he actually sent me a uh, private message. You know, and I, I remember contacting him. Saying, oh, look at this! Then you contacted him. So some of our icons through the eights have got back to us. Now look, like, we're trying to interview these lads, but um, you know, they're probably who, who knows. Yeah, who like knows? we're hoping. Like, in, in, like
0: maybe if let Christy take it, uh, you know, becomes a global uh, podcast it may happen yeah if,
1: if, like, if any you not have any connections to people who might have um, played a part in some of the re- uh, retro 80s kind of stuff TV shows ads that I'd like to come on and just shoot the breeze and we can do it over Zoom we can do
0: it anyway but uh, just things like that to share anything we can get so uh, the first podcast is we just decided that we're, we're just gonna shoot the breeze and try to explain in best we can why we've decided to do this and really what the plan is for the next couple of months for the podcasts and um, we we hope to kind of broaden the scope very much novices at this podcast business we're sitting in in the our let christy take it studios in neilstone with two cheap microphones and a laptop and we hope to expand from there
1: yeah and you, so, you see like it's like it's, that's how a great thing starts with little seeds and we probably would have never known if we'd never done it but um yeah uh, yeah. so anything we can do we're, we're, by no means as Derek said we're totally unprofessional at this and we're new to him I think we want to keep it like that we did do a practice last week and it sounded so false and rehearsed and Derek would talk and then I'd come in and we listened back and it was horrendous so we said you know we, we just let it flow have two people talking and you know it, it, I think it probably worked better you know, when we listened to back we might have to
0: revert to that old idea but who knows you know so the the, the first as Kieran said the first intro that we done was real formulaic hi kieran how are you we have to say, you know very oh. very wishy-washy and at the time when it was finished oh that's amazing that's brilliant and then of course the next day when the, the sun is shining and you're listening again it just sounded so even though we are this is very very amateurish what we're doing right now it was very uh unstructured and corny yeah so uh, yeah
1: like and even some of the best i was a big fan i don't know if you were Derek. used to buy some DVDs and films I didn't even like, just for the director's commentaries, which is something that you don't anymore. I spent a fortune on films just for the director's commentary. And the best one was uh, John Hort and um, who's the director of Alien? Uh, Scott. The first movie, really Scott. And they're talking about Alien. But you can hear the clink of the whiskey glasses and the, you know, and it's just an act- and it was brilliant. And it was very relaxed. It was one of the better ones. So I think I listen to a lot of podcasts because I used to commute to work a good distance and I'd always rely on podcasts. And some of the ones that were... Very natural chats, and you really enjoyed them rather than listen to, you know, set lists of questions where you can only ask this, that, and the other.
0: Yeah. So, the 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 cinema in 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 the eighties, when I would have started going by myself, right? I can remember going into see, going into town by myself to see Ghostbusters eighty four. I'm bringing, you know, a neighbour and a younger brother, and how we were allowed in. In the middle of o'connell street i had a Ghostbusters t-shirt on i thought it was the dogs you know but um that's where it started and you know getting the first video player or probably one of the first but well, i don't know about yourself but we thought we had the first video video player in in Neilstown and we didn't have a Betamax yeah well, we, we we found actually I went into the house and he got rid of it only a month ago
1: and it would have been great to have it would have been great prop like yeah. but I uh, well, still have the VHS or the Betamax copy of Enter the Dragon that he paid a 100 pounds for at the time so I'm, I'm, I'll
0: check but I think
1: a cousin of mine might have a couple of Betamaxes yeah, around, but, um, yeah but we used to get them and a lot of people in talking got them on tick by the go in oh. talking, and it was nearly a mortgage so I, I can remember
0: you know you don't tell anyone you've got a video up helps me rob people know you've got a video player they're going to rob your house yeah, that's true and I remember being in the schoolyard and there was a friend of mine Mark Connolly and we were talking about movies and he pulled me to the side and he goes I oh, you know you know I said, what, what do you know I oh, you know you have a video I said no I don't it's okay I have one too but shh. We don't yeah. want the houses yeah. to get robbed," the man said. Oh, yeah. And I, I, still remember. I think with the week we got the video player, and it was a big clunk. Clink, yeah. The buttons were you know, top lock. We were given the original Planet of the Apes, Rocky Three, and it might have been The Wanderers again. It might oh, have yeah. been The Wanderers yeah. I remember The Wanderers being one of the one of the the first movies that uh, I, I watched on, on 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 video. You know being amazed by it because I would have been very young it wasn't the type of film that you're, you're allowed to watch I think it starts off with a guy trying to get his girlfriend's knickers down You know? yeah no they are that's the very first scene of the Orion the circle is coming in
1: but uh, yeah same kind of story we had we had to beat Max and I think my father was a bit of a cheapskate because I wanted an Atari and he bought me a Philips kind of video consulting, oh, these are best because it has a keyboard on it, but the games are shy. like, so I same to beat Max. but the only good thing about the beat Max was when Virgin Megastar opened in, uh, what's the street there, in, in, oh, the keys. And, and the key is there, Uh, it used, to Mac, it used to be Macbairn, it used to be a big old building there, and uh, they were selling beat max films for a fiver each, like, and they were, I think, they were 50 quid on VHS, Obviously, they were good, like, trying to
0: get rid of them. Yeah, I remember I mean, my dad saying, "Like, so you know I told you to be? Max is a great investment. <laughs> I can remember going to the Virgin store and buying Star Trek, I'm going to say, two? Star Trek two. Not the right the Can, right? <gasps> and, but the bit, I remember bringing it home and I'd spent 30 pound or 40 pound, a lot of money when you're young, you know, a lot yeah. of money, money off the man, money off the da- And uh, coming home and it was edited. Oh yeah. The bit yeah. with the, the, the worm. Oh, going the into, gosh, yeah the Chekhov's yeah. ear was was um was oh, edited.
1: We had more rows over with, with shops over things like that because well we, we graduated, we got rid of the Betamax. Max and we went like him home to school one day and it was a VHS player and the same thing, your uncle's going away for two weeks, we're well, to mind this. So that was it. So I flew down, he left his video card and Crocodile Dundee, we heard out that was the first time I watched a VHS.
0: I, well, as far as to say Crocodile Dundee is still the most successful independent movie ever made. Yeah, yeah yeah and i'm probably we yeah. probably need
1: to no, we, we're early days yeah so we won't be doing fact checks but no we, fact we, do, we, will, we will uh we will get things wrong and we will insert uh fact checks I in edits but
0: paul hogan wrote it and i believe it was independently financed by like investors oh, yeah. and to this day it's still the most like as an independent oh. movie that was never bought by a studio you know studio basically oh, do you remember a stand-up shows to be on channel or I do. oh it was terrible no, it wasn't. Oh it was. It was the Paul Hogan show yeah, oh. every Friday night on Channel Four. Ridiculous. It, you know what? For its time, yeah. it was the most politically un- incorrect show you've ever seen and you would not get away yeah. with some of the stuff that he done now. Oh I just but take I it. lived for it. Myself oh. and the brother we will This guy with the swimming it. hat
1: Yes. Yeah. just oh I just couldn't get it at all. Now, maybe I was watching some of the older ones, but I just I just couldn't... Was this
0: after Crocodile Dundee? Oh f- well before. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, well, the same. No, I didn't get it. Didn't get it. Years yeah. before Crocodile Dundee. I'd say five years before. Really, really early, early 80s. Yeah. And I think those... I think the Paul Hogan show was probably gone for about nine years in Australia before Channel 4 even bought it. Oh, right. I thought it was the best thing. Now, looking back, I haven't seen it in years. i would probably watch it now and have your yeah. opinion on it. No. You're probably more cultured by No, it. I don't You're think right it was. I just don't...
1: I, I don't think... I I didn't get it at all. But saying that then, we got VHS, we bought our own, well, we rented one and a TV and uh, we thought we would be's be knees and we should, we should buy films and we don't say, don't be lending them to anybody now. You'll never get them back. You'll never get them back. you never get them, you back. Robbed them yeah. You? yeah. And make sure they're not recorded all over. But that was the other thing. But uh, I remember then going to my auntie's house to, and she had me and you know, i beating up VHS tape that was probably recorded over 30 times scribbles on it and said watch that i mean i'm talking and i popped it in i must have been only
0: 12 13 it was evil dead i didn't sleep for a week it scared me jesus so i i i seen the probably around the same time right the early 80s evil Dead is 81 82 yeah yeah and it was the whole period of these video nasties which, Dead was probably the, the well rubber word, all that part, was yeah. part. There was another one, um, Drill a Killer, or all that yeah. kind of yeah, thing. Abel Ferreira, Abel Ferreira, Abel Ferreira, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, I remember just it was like you're robbing something or something, you know, because you're doing it behind your parents' back, the evil dead, yeah. I think someone in school, Do you know, a girl gets you know raped by a tree, yeah. And all this kind of stuff, you oh what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen? And it's true. That's really a <laughs> yeah, matter yeah. You know, that, that book exists. And you're fucking shitting yourself. And you look at it now
1: it's more comedy, it's the three Stooges meets, you know, it's 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 comedy horror. I wouldn't frighten you now,
0: it's not kind of no, gory. But no. there's some scenes in it with a pencil through the ankle, like that was really at yeah, the time. So it was, that that's what happened to me with The Exorcist. I, I didn't see The Exorcist when I was young. I was well into my teenage years um uh, before I seen The Exorcist and I remember thinking what the cat Fucking everyone talking about yeah, it's 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 good. It's a, an excellent movie, but you, you read stories about people fainting in the back yeah. of theaters. And all this. St. PO. John's ambulance men having to be you know at the ready because people were. Kind of it happened in America. It happened here. You we know, know
1: now that plants there were plants for the studios because it, there was a documentary that you told me to watch, yeah. and the studios put ambulances and they put fainters into the audience. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's great marketing You can't buy. You know this is brilliant. And what was a scary film? Boy I was I, and we've had this conversation before about the covers of VHS films were more scarier than the film. Yeah. I still haven't seen because the cover was a drill gun to a guy's eye I couldn't even look her in the video shop I used to walk into JJ's and yeah. have
0: the blinkers you, if go you asked me about the film Driller Killer now I wouldn't be able to tell you one thing about it I know that at the time like, the girl gets attacked in a shower and you can see her boobs and you go oh my god yeah. you know yeah. well, i must watch, uh, it <laughs> you must watch it now but there was other ones uh, I was like all oh, those kind of schlock 80s horrors Mausoleum and you know even the Friday the 13th movies you know what I mean yeah, oh, but,
1: and also The Exorcist Do you remember uh, uh, well, Robert Ginty it was a rip. Oh, the, uh, uh, exterminator. Exterminator. sorry, it exterminator. Robert Ginty, like we had that, but it was a good movie. Very low grade, debt wish really, but Gary and Patrick drops are going into a mincer. I'm the mob mob going him into a mincer machine, and it was some really. Well, the like, goes. I had watched as a kid, watch it, really. so, uh, but that's a good film watches, right? So, but the before the trailers, one of the trailers was the for the Dawn of the Dead.
0: Jesus Christ, they terrified me. So I can tell you right now, there's zombie films. Especially a good zombie film, still frighten the light out of me. Yeah. I think we're overkill on now with The Walking Dead. It's kind of take the edge off it. Well, The Walking Dead, well, it, it, it kind of lost its way for a while. It's kind of coming back in, but the first two, maybe three, four seasons even of The Walking Dead were better than any movie yeah. I ever watched. And there was it. never when I mean, it was the first season was was uh, Frank Darabont was the showrunner. I it was, Obviously, yeah. there was a bit of shit there between him and AMC, and they, they parted ways. I think there could be a legal case pending or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Um, or oh, something driving. I just remember where the little girl, um, and she's missing and she walks out of the shed like, yeah. So I'm... I filmed my, my daughter years later. My eldest daughter decided that she was going to go back and watch The Walking Dead and she asked for permission and we said, yeah. And the scene where the barn door is open yeah. and Carol's daughter, I can't remember her name, but That's Carol's right. daughter walks out. walks out. That was and a and draw, I, I filmed my daughter's and she's looking, yeah. no. Starts, my oh, daughter. Well, I have to go back. I've
1: I kind of gave up on the Walking Dead, and it's just, I, I have to find my way back into it. I, I loved it. I wouldn't miss an episode. It was like it's kind of like Dexter towards the end. I just need to stop it. I think now and wrap it up. You
0: know, I, I well, I, I don't think they have any plans. There's another limited series coming in October or November. I'm not sure the it's Obviously, The Walking Dead, and it has some sort of sub. So it's, like it. like it's, the, it's the opening days. Even though there's another show called yeah. Fear the Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, i get into that. that. No, the the, the the lead actress are I, I can't remember her name, but I, she, I think she played some character in a film that I've seen where she was really annoying. And she's that good of an actress. Every time I see her, I just go, full of yeah, She's still annoying, so she wants to play. And they, they have Walking Dead movies prepared or oh, get ready right. with Rick Grimes. They're going to do like a series of movies. Okay. And I don't know if they're going to be cinema based movies, but they're definitely um, going to be on a big, big scale rather than like that whole TV movie type thing. Yeah, so we
1: were at that era where they, they started out, like, and. To, to like even watching the old black and white uh, dawn of the dead uh, or the night of the living dead sorry really? the night of the living dead that was like scary like to watch that like not very gory and the special effects were poor well, i think it's just the thoughts of dead people coming after you and it's- the slow check, the slowness of it you know they'll never catch it but it's that impending that like, they're coming
0: gradually they will wear you down i think it's the the fear that nothing can stop this yeah even death you dead. can shoot them you can kill them, you know, you can't kill well. with it, I suppose, they, they say the myth is, the brain, you know, yeah. into the brain, but they just keep coming, yeah. they're unstoppable, there's a crowd of them, and I don't know, and they, if I had to, I had a push to say that, it's my favourite genre of movie, yeah, an old good zombie film, and Hannah, my, ex, my eldest girl, me and Hannah now, we'd, we'd um, watch, watch our, a good zombie film. Yeah, like, I suppose the 80s had a lot of them, and they have been remade, like,
1: some of them I haven't seen, The House on Haunted Hill, uh, the Last House on the Left, I haven't seen that one, you know, that was the last house on the left. I, haven't I haven't seen any of them, no, I haven't seen the original, I need to see them because I would, people, um, actually what I did today, I spent my day organising a lot of documentaries and so amount of old VHS documentaries
0: online to watch. Well, if we're going to continue with this, Ciarán, you want to make sure you have your homework done, have your echo done, and... It's, you know, we, we pick our subjects and the people send in ideas. Yeah. Our sure. movies that you know, you, you, even movies that we might
1: not particularly watch or liked, I'm sure. And what we're trying to find is um, kind of common threads in the movies or even an Irish connection in the movie. And I'm sure it has to be an Irish connection in every bloody movie because you know, we're an artistic country, and I'm sure when you're looking back, but we're also we I would be a big fan of we're talking about horror, but also like John Yu stuff, lightheart, like uh, Molly Ringwall, Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. They were great movies, pretty in pink, all them kind of things, you know. I loved all their movies as well. And you kind of, growing up in Neilstown, like we hadn't got much, like you were driving in the shops, still the same, but you're getting to see America. Like both of us have been to America, you lived in America for a while, and I've been visiting America a few times, and you, you get to see that country. To, to That it was probably uh, a romantic vision of some life that, like you see the kids driving to, car, driving to school and the car saying, We haven't got a car in our house, and the kids have cars. You know, it was just yearning to go a there. Convertible car. Oh yeah, yeah, again uh, of. course, this isn't real, real
0: reality at all. Where were all of the John Hughes movie set? I can't remember. Shermer, Illinois. Shermer, Illinois. Yeah, but you'll probably notice even by just this conversation. This this first podcast, it's kind of all over the shop because we're yeah, but we're we're going to keep it like that. Just yeah, so. we're, we're we're you know we're just the first one is just a a chat just so we can flex our muscles a little bit on this, uh, this podcast world. And talk about a few things that we want to talk about just to, to get you, to let you get to know us a little bit before we really start delving into like um, different genres of movies, different types of movies, yeah. our favourite movies, well. our favourite music. Yeah. Um, and for growing up in, in like
1: a uh, working class area like near Time and Uncle I remember you'd have Pockets, you'd have your New Romantics in the 80s, you'd have your Teddy Boys, yeah, your Mods and your Rockers and... The intermingled, there was never, I never remember seeing great battles going on, like different, you know, I remember in school one guy was going to see Tears for Fears and he cancelled the concert he was heartbroken, he was there in his suit and his hair Ryan was. I can't remember his surname, that's his first name, but I was kind of a mongrel, probably like yourself there, yeah. I hadn't got a style like I'd be listening to Madness one day, I'd listen to Elvis the next day, I'd hop on to somebody else the next day, Frankie and me. dad say like, where are you? And I'd say, I don't know. And <laughs> I remember like watching of the pops and boy George on culture club or culture club singing Car and Chameleon. And my dad causes
0: is that a buyer again? So I can tell you right now, I can. My dad's sister got she's long gone now, but she lived in Nottingham and her, her, she came over with her, her two daughters. and We were all sitting in the sitting room on a Friday or Saturday night, which our Thursday night I think would have been. Oh, top of the pops, Thursday night, yeah. And George Michael on, or, uh, boy George on, sorry, doing Carmen um, Chameleon Friday night. and Slip there, <laughs> and yeah, Friday and Slip. And them having a full-blown conversation about whether it was a boy or a girl, and I hadn't got a clue. Yeah, genuinely hadn't got a clue. And he kept for me.
1: Yeah, tough. His his brother was actually a judo uh, champion. Tough family of Irish immigrants into
0: his brother was done for murder. Was he? Yeah. Oh. I, don't ask me who he murdered. Fact check me, Ned. Yeah, fact check there. I think it would have been his wife or something. All right. But um, yeah, his his mother was from Dublin. I, I came across an episode of Who Do You Think You Are? Yeah, really good. And it was Boy George coming back to 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 Dublin and. Yeah the workhouse is in town I think it's like you know Henriette Street there's a there's no museum in there now yeah, yeah, the, yeah. that's right there is a, a ten museum tens ten museum Henriette Street and he you know it was about his uncles and you know people who died it was, it was some of those episodes can be pretty traumatic yeah. especially yeah. if you're if you're, you're you're researching your your your, your history you know but well, at the time he was a groundbreaker. Like he
1: he he opened doors to so many people who, who, who might have been and now we have different labels for different, you know, different uh, trans and all these fluid. But at the time you were in a straighter gay.
0: Yeah. There was not nothing else. And he opened the doors for so many people. I think what had people open their arms to him more than anything was he was just an amazing singer. Yeah. So like he could sit down and uh, so was this kind you know, conversations about boy, girl or whatever. He was just an outstanding singer. Yeah. So there was fans of him. And I think, you know, I think at the time he didn't say he was gay. Yeah, so he no, never gay. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, that's just this fashion. That's just this fashion. Yeah. So all these, you know, very straight male people were... Well, i never seen a boy George
1: look like walking around Neilstown. No, <laughs> not oh,
0: Neilstown, no.
1: no. Never. Um, I'm sure there was some, but i never seen one. But uh, yeah, like, so I remember when uh, the last used to played football, but he got uh, a Miami Vice suit for Christmas. He yeah, had a sky blue short sleeve and a pair of loafers with no um socks uh walking around. Uh, I don't know if I can mention names on this, I better not mention his names in case it's liable. <laughs> and uh, I was actually talking to his sister, We haven't spoken to him in a long time and uh but he was walking around like that, Stephen's a bit dark cold, playing footballers on the hill in a Miami voice
0: suit and said, uh, Jesus Christ. So the year we made me confirmation, the Miami voice suit was full swing. you wore the leather trousers no i did not have a leather trousers. i had a leather a wine leather waistcoat and a wine leather toy toy but i did have shiny gray slacks they look leather they look leather yeah yeah but i I remember that guys coming in in the sky blue the shiny fleck oh yeah the fleck and the suit and all the fleck oh man it was a colorful place like i'm driving today and those
1: kids and they're rambling around and all their heads down on phones and earphones on and there's generations missing loads of crack league. Isn't it already? Maybe we're not. Maybe our parents looked at us.
0: So the way I look at this and this is the stuff that me and you are talking about today is the same things that we spoke about 30 years ago. That's true. Longer than 30 years ago, well before. I mean, you're talking 14, 15, so 34 years ago. Who started in this film? What What's the name of the singer of that film? Do you know who produced that song? Yeah. Do you know who done the backing vocals on that song? Um, who done the voiceover in this film. And that's the stuff, anytime we meet you over the years, it's still the same thing. And even now, you know, this all kind of back, came back to prominence during the lockdown. And we started doing this Zoom quiz every Friday. And the questions, of, you know, after the quiz would be over, we would stay online. Well, we, we would, well, yeah, we'd have a, the, you know, we'd the, have the
1: after a, quiz is more the green room. The green room, yeah. Green room, yeah. <laughs> but my wife actually said to me, I was doing a quiz, and she's like, you, you need to be, you need to be structuring your questions you need to be structuring your questions for um other people.
0: So to be aiming them at Derek and the two high bro. Um. So, you know, you're talking well over thirty four years of talking about the same stuff, and um, you know, and and so we decided, you know, we had a point one day right in the middle of the lockdown. Actually, we had a sly, we had our sly point again. So there was a few, you know, angles about how we could, uh, you know, have a point. Yeah. And we were well on, and we discussed the podcast, and we said the two of us went. Absolutely, so that that's what that's what this was born out of, and the, the the aim is to just pick something every week a topic. This first podcast is just um just us shooting the shooting the shit. Yeah, we're we'll trying to.
1: Yeah, you we're know, using all this new equipment, going to share it, put it out and share it, and I mean it's probably going to go out as it is unedited. But so um you know bear with us, and again as we said, if there's anything you'd like, please just. Let us know, and we'll try and throw it up. Yeah, so like the name of the podcast, Let Christy Take It, uh, that was Derek's idea. We we're we're kind of bouncing ideas of podcast names and
0: what we could do and what we could call it. And uh, Derek, you might want to take on there. <laughs> so we were trying to think of a, a name that would, you know, have a good connotation with Irish people. So we, you know, we well, I was looking up some Irish phrases online and I found a, a t-shirt company called Harry baby HarryBaby.ie, and they're an Irish t-shirt company and one of their logos is let Christy take one of the t-shirts sorry one of the t-shirts is let Christy take it there's a few of them there's one in the back to the future uh, writing it says crack to the future I thought that was brilliant and then I came across let Christy take it so uh, really that's where it came from you know, if you're of a certain age, you would remember the the movie My Left Foot, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, amazing performance, of an amazing uh, method actor. He won his first Oscar for playing Christy Brown and one a great line out of it was his brother screaming when they were having a football game in the flats was, Let Christy take it. And they go to, like, it was in Dublin accents as well. Go and probably the first film
1: I can remember that had good Dublin accents in it. But I don't know, like, you had actors playing dubs, but were not from, like, so these are good, and you had a few lads in there who were in Fair City and had gone into the commitments and things like that, who were saying, you know, talking in their own voice, which was great to hear the authentic Dublin voice, and it probably paved the way for the commitments and, you know, that kind of growth in the Irish film industry, you know, we got global recognition there, that Irish talent, you know, you could probably see an Irish actor on a soap, like you had Trevor Jordan and Brookside, you know, the Fine typical. So now we had top I know Diane Lewis isn't Irish, but he's he's ninety-nine point nine percent Irish. I think he was
0: born in England, yeah. went to school in England, pretty much raised here. Yeah. He lives here still. He yeah. lives in Wicklow, yeah. He yeah, bit a red gap there somewhere. Yeah. But, um um I, I i still remember his I, I was one of those, I don't know yourself, but I would stay up for the Oscars, you know. It was always an RT two at like three o'clock in yeah. the morning yeah. and he he had grown his hair long for the last of the Mohicans and he held his Oscar up and he said, Thank you. What you've given me is the makings of a good night out drinking in Dublin, yeah. and it was a, I was, it was even then I was a very very proud moment, you know. Yeah. I've never
1: seen him around. I've, um, I don't think he's a kind of chap that'd be you see, falling in pubs. Like I've bumped into a few actors and musicians around Ireland and especially around Dublin, but I've never seen
0: Dielo around. I, I think he's only made. If you think of the amount of films that he's made even since then, I think he's only made six or seven movies. Yeah. I mean, if you take into account someone like Nicholas Cage has made nine movies last year, and I do <laughs> They're not great might now, much. but yeah exactly but uh, you know i think he's only uh, again it's that's a fact check and the fact checks will uh will, will come into play during the, the series of the podcast but uh, I, yeah i think it's only like six movies you know yeah so anyway that's where we got the name let christy take it i, I found it on a, on a t-shirt website um and so, so and if i listen in uh Two such large T shirts and thrown off this way. Yeah, Kieran's a large. I would be a <coughs> large, large, large. You know, husky plus two. <laughs> but and anyway, it's a great website. I I'd recommend anybody go on it. Uh, www.harrybaby.ie. There's a plug. Hopefully, they won't ask us to remove the. Uh, yeah, well, the picture. we took off the we took on the movie, which thing Day did so. Yeah. yeah. So like as we we've said a couple of times during this, that the aim of this podcast would be to.
1: Yeah. So as we were saying, we're going to dissect investigate talk try and catch each other out on movies that we both love and we're going to pick one so like we're definitely going to do Salem's Lot The Shining um so Derek you better sit down and watch The Shining it's one of my favorites we're it's, going a, to- it's, a, it's one of my
0: major embarrassments in life I've started that movie probably 20 times I've never finished it it was. It just threw one thing or another and then it got to a point where I'm I'm a real. People are saying you've got to watch it because the best film ever. So be gone. You know, yeah. So, but I'm a big, big Stephen King fan. uh, he doesn't.
1: He doesn't recognize this as the definitive version of The Shining. He remade one himself, which is atrociously bad. But he, with his vision of The Shining.
0: He re edited the movie.
1: No, he made a different version of The Shining. There's two for Shining's. There's the, there's the Stanley Kubrick one, the classic. Yeah. And there's the Stephen King TV miniseries, well, two never part seen of them. Well, you don't want to see the Stephen King one. It's, 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 it's comes, the
0: book on screen. So anything that comes afterwards, the return to Salem's Law. Yeah. Tron Legacy, even though Tron was shite as well. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. that's another one we probably I've never seen.
1: Tron. Well, it's. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the time it was cutting edge and it was the computer. It was probably.
0: Even the remake of Salem's Lot... And the remake of Roots, believe it or not. Yeah. Even though Roots has a, such a strong message. And I, I've had arguments with people over this that the new version of Roots is much better. But well, is that because
1: you have a romantic connection? Might, it possibly. Possibly. Yeah. possibly.
0: And it had it definitely had a very emotional
1: impact on me. No, actually, you should watch the new version of China, Shining. And i watch the old version of China, Shining. I'm do a new comparative. Because you haven't seen both. No. Where I, a guy who lent me the DVD of the new version of Shine, Shining, he said, this is brilliant. And I said, is that Jack Nicholson? he goes, yeah, well, I don't know. He'd never even heard of it, but he said it's a great film. Three hours to show him, based on the book.
0: I watched it it was horrible. But you watched that, and all, all, as we talked and we compared them. So I, I've seen. You read the book. Yeah, I've read the book. Yeah, okay. And um, I've seen in that Ready Player One, I've probably seen more of The Shining in that Ready Player One yeah. movie than I have in, in And probably most kids now, because now my,
1: my young lads when sort I of brought them to see like, so that's The Shining, and Coyle now wants to watch it, and I still don't know. It's not a blood and gore film, there's a blood obviously coming out of the other parts, but it's it's quite heavy emotionally, it gets deep into your brain. And all it is, is a guy breaking down, uh, you know, trying to write a novel and he's having a mental breakdown. Red
0: room,
1: Red Run. Red Run, well that's Danny
0: danny torrance yeah, the kid who has the, yeah. the shiny gift so that's to give you a bit of an example of what the what what is going to be coming up in the coming weeks and months um our plan is to is to pick a movie or an album or a book or a play or a book and a movie of the same uh, if, if you know if they if they were fed off each other and dissect them and ask questions and and, and do a bit of deep dive in them. uh hopefully in the in the also in the coming months we'd like to get some guests in we are trying, if we sent emails, <laughs> we,
1: if you have any connections, I've I, I've tried a few people that I would have met over the past and they're not replying, so I don't know, maybe there are inundated people trying to come uh, interview maybe, them. Maybe they're
0: just waiting to see how successful this podcast
1: is. Yeah, so like if you can share and say like there's two eejits, you know, the raise about stuff and the good thing now is we can talk, we would have had these same talks if you said years, but we can talk now. With, with the benefit of having all these great documentaries that have been made about them, so we can back up our information and reaffirm our knowledge. You know, it proves that we were right. And I think as well, sorry Derek, I'm hogging the mic, the 80s now are having a big, would you imagine, again, you know, the music, and it's, it's having, you can hear a lot of the stuff now by, what's a band The Weekend, and it's pretty
0: 80s sound. So the 80s music is back with a, with a bang. So if you like what you hear, and you think you would be interested in hearing more of this sort of tatter, uh, share with your friends you know tune in every week we hope, we hope to have a minimum of two podcasts a week and um, we, we have let chrissy take it on facebook uh, let chrissy take it on on twitter will be will be uh, this week so share the links and um, you know share yeah, we'll, we'll share this this on the facebook page probably start
1: off people can listen to there we will we will host them on a uh, where, where people get their podcasts we just have to find out how to do that but we will do that and uh, do on the, on the Facebook page give us a bit of feedback if you and you know anything you'd like to hear like to see anything you enjoyed anything you'd like to hear more of you know anything anything like that so and tie in as well we're going to tie in a lot of local history as well like not, not getting too bogged down but funny stories about places we've been like you know the Blue Banana various restaurants that sprouted up like Saffron's Deli <laughs> and so things like that Um, and if you have good memories
0: of that please uh, to share with us So thanks for listening to the first Let Christy Take It podcast. Talk to you soon. Take care.